you watch a lot of TikTok videos with the ASMR. So <laughs> oh, my ASMR, I fall asleep every night to watching people open Pokemon cards. Oh. It's the most bizarre thing. People do live videos of them opening Pokemon the cards. And they just, you know, they tear through the packaging yeah. and they like sort them like, and then they like talk, like they say all the Pokemon names and they do a little, but like I fall asleep to that every night. I don't even like Pokemon cards. Isn't that weird? Yeah, How I the like, brain like, is I don't, so I don't, weird. I don't collect Pokemon cards. I don't collect any type of card. Yeah, I just you do. Like, you just don't know it. Yeah. But I, but those cards, you can find some really, they find some really expensive cards in those packs. Yeah, you packs. can. I know that. Um, but that's my ASMR when I fall asleep at night. Thank you for that. And hello, everybody. Brennan, keep that in because that was a great intro. I like it. Pretty random. (laughs) But welcome, everybody, to The Sacred Flesh, a beauty podcast with a ghostly twist. My name is Lee Wick. I am the CEO and founder of Vanity Makeup and Skin and Fane Industry Elevation. We are located in downtown Spokane at 421. West Riverside <laughs> Avenue, Suite 820 in the Paulson Center, 509-598-8695. We're a gothic alternative day spa focused on energy healing through skin. And um, Vein Industry Elevation is a boutique style certification uh, focused training company focused on uh, elevating the licensed professional beauty industry professional (laughs) see i've already fucked up and i haven't even introduced anybody so um good morning everyone good morning good morning let's do our round table i'm gonna start with Brittany because Brittany, hello hello you're so cute um so this is Brittany essency and Brittany is my friend and she's the owner of sugar lash and skin in Tri-Cities, Washington. I'm going to let her talk about herself and introduce herself, but she's a total badass. So she has to kind of, um, you know, follow with that. And I've asked her. (laughs) She's a little nervous, and she's silently laughing. And she's listened to the podcast before, and she's excited to be here. And she is one of the first sugaristas. Is that a term? Yeah. A real term? Okay, so you're going to tell us all about... Today we're going to be talking about sugaring. And I'm really fascinated with the historical and the ancient elements of sugaring. Um, it's very trendy. However, it's not trendy. Like most things in the beauty industry, there's ancient connections, which is what we love to talk about here. In Tri-Cities, there's some really good sugarists, and I'm not sure if there are really anybody at all that does it in Spokane. Um, so we're going to be getting really, we're going to deep dive into your sugaring. You're going to pour some sugar on us. Ooh, that's my favorite song to sugar too. Yes. <laughs> so tell us, hi, introduce yourself. Hello. Um, I am Brittany or Brit, uh, sugar lash and skin. So I do sugaring as you would imagine. Um, our spa is a little bit alternative as well. Um, uh, we got more of a rock vibe, uh, I used to be an educator. Well, I still am. We listen to spa music all day. We do not do that in my shop salon. So we make sure that everyone is comfortable um, being in our space to get their hair removal done or um, facials or whatnot. Um, a deep dive on me, I guess. I used to manage a concrete construction firm and decided to upend my life one day. 
into the beauty industry. Um, I did not feel comfortable getting beauty services for a while. Yes, this is my favorite and story ever. I, <laughs> I've actually left in the middle of a few services just because I didn't enjoy the vibe uh, the people created for me. So I don't think anyone needs to stay where they don't feel like they're welcome. Um, I wanted to make sure that everybody felt good. Everybody beauty, everybody has beauty are kind of my, um, the touchstones for my business. So we make sure that everyone feels that when they leave, um, and when they get there. So I love that. I love that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that, um, as we go on, but that's a perfect intro. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. Yes. Sydney. Hey, Hey, (laughs) you really saved me this week. And I want to say a, I want to throw it out there on the interwebs and the podcast webs, like whatever, what podcast, what do you you call podcast webs? Podcast vibes? Waves? Waves? waves, Pod waves? I don't know. Yeah. Pod waves. I don't know. Pod waves. That's pretty cool. That is cool. I want to throw it out there on the pod waves that Sydney literally held down the fort for vanity makeup and skin this week. She was the legit professional this week. And I want to, I want to personally thank you. Words of affirmation. You already know I force you to listen to me. Tell you I love you a thousand times a week. I appreciate it. Well, I love you. And thank you so much. You really um, allowed me to stay in bed. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. No problem. Everyone was so nice, too, and understanding. And it was all good. Well, you certainly went above and beyond. And I appreciate it very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. And my my purple-haired bestie. How's it going? Good. How are you, Brennan? I'm doing good. It was nice to see you out on the course on Bloomsday. Thank you. Yes, we need to talk about that because oh, we do. you kicked ass. I tried. <laughs> uh, it was we, fun. It was I didn't fun. see you get to take off. I was hoping I would see mm. you take off, but there were so many people. I was really, because it was my first Bloomsday, so I yeah. underestimated in my mind what the takeoff was going to be like yeah it's huge it's huge yeah it was a lot uh it was you were standing like right on the corner weren't you yeah. like um or sorry in your yeah sitting. in your yep. sitting mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> yep i was there you were there yes. uh, yeah it, it, it was a very uh it was it was a it was a cool to be back at it because it's been two years since we've done a in-person Bloomsday and it had a great energy it okay. had a really good energy and and then i got to see so many people at the finish line i saw you i saw multiple friends uh talked to just got to catch up and it was nice. It was a nice morning, and then it kind of—I think it rained a little bit in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But it was a—it was a perfect Bloomsday Sunday morning. So, well, we said, okay, we're gonna go down and try and see Brennan take off. We didn't see you take off, and then we saw there was like five other groups, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And Matt said, because I know nothing about running, you know, Matt said, I'm sure that Brennan was in the first start. Mm-hmm. He was in the first people to start because he's a good runner. I was not. Okay. Well, he said, we need to go to the finish line now, and then we'll see him come out, Mm -hmm. and then we can leave. So we went, and we waited, and we saw some stragglers. We saw all the wheelchair people Mm. come in, Yeah, and then people were being like, you should do that next year. And I'm like, oh, oh, you're so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And so... (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I should. And then I just <laughs> waited until they left. <laughs> <laughs> then after the wheelchair, people left, right. which I cheered for them. That was great. Mm-hmm. And then um, saw some of the, you guys, and you were very, you were very close to the beginning people. That came in, yeah. one of the first ones. Top three hundred, apparently. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I ran. I, I I I usually train pretty hard for Bloomsday. I really want to. I, I always try to like second seed, which means you have to finish under forty eight minutes. Uh, and I did not second seed, but I was forty nine minutes. That first mile, you don't you don't see it, but like it's just so packed, and you kind of have to like weave in and out of people. And it, by the end of the race, I had ran an extra quarter of a mile because of all the weaving weaving of the, like the <laughs> yeah. first two miles. And so that probably slowed me down by a good minute. But it was a, it was nice. I I always uh, I I'm an ambassador of Bloomsday, so I yes I. Don't really care too much about my time, but it was, it's fun to be a part of. Yes, and I love that. And I hope you don't mind me taking a picture of you and being corny for downtown Spokane. And oh, absolutely just, not. Yes, forcing you to, Brennan, <laughs> take a big smile. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. My, my car broke down that morning, so I wasn't able to oh, down you, I, I know. I was, uh, when I was in West Central, I, I imagine that's where you might have posted up if you were going to watch. Yeah, I wanted to, but, uh, oof. That damn, that damn Camry. <laughs> but now that Camry's no more. No, it's not. I got a new car, oh, so nice. now I don't have breakdown issues. Thank goodness. So. That's, that's that's important not to have. It oh, is. Yeah. So I went, stressful. I went from a '98 to a 2016. Oh, nice. She's in shock. She's in shock. Yeah, definitely. That's that's so nice to like. I remember my first car when I, I like I bought a new car when I was like me and my wife got married, and I went from like a. Mazda, an 87 Mazda to a 1998 uh, Toyota Corolla. And and that was in 2004. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is amazing. It's yeah. a whole generation. <laughs> it, yes, it is. It is. A huge difference. Yeah. Massive. I was using like a tape cassette uh, aux cord. <laughs> right. And now I have like a Bluetooth in there. It's Ooh. like a game changer. Game yes. changer. Wait till I call you. Sydney, I'm on my yeah. on your speaker phone. <laughs> I know. That, I'm so excited to take calls Sydney? in it. Sydney, everything. can you take my call? Oops. Sweetie, call me when you get to the car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm excited. Okay, well, that was a great catch-up sesh. Let's get right down to business. Mm. So sugaring is a uh, hair removal, ancient form of hair removal that we I'm going to let Brittany talk about in depth. Um, it's a great alternative for people who are sensitive and cannot handle waxing, different sort of um, waxing issues. Many people prefer sugaring once they've received the service um, versus waxing just because of the gentleness of it and because of a variety of reasons. And I am super fascinated to get down into all of Brittany's knowledge. But I first want to talk about how I first met Brittany and what a cool person she is. And um, this is, I always get sentimental, and you already, you know this, because I forced you to. So <laughs> Brittany um, ordered, the first thing you did, you contacted me like in 2019 or something, mm-hmm. and you ordered a ritual, you wanted me to put together a ritual box for you. I did. And then I gave you a reading of some sort with the ritual box. Yes. And I can't, I can't really remember too much about that. 
But then she said, I have been following you for a long time and I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to hit you up. And I said, okay, I'm right here when you're ready. And a few months later, she said, I'm ready. We booked an appointment and she said, I said, okay, what do you have? Just what, what do you have? She goes, okay, well, I really have to tell you, I'm just going to like dump it all on you. I don't have any idea really of what I'm doing. I just have this kind of idea and I know I need to go for it because I know that there's a need in the industry. I said, what is it? And I had never, I have never, I'd never met Brittany. It was just purely an energy thing. She said, you know, you're in a wheelchair. And she said, my body type is, is different. And I'm a teacher at the um, beauty school. And it's very difficult for people with my body type to find any sort of accommodation okay. or comfort in any sort of self-care environment. And I said, oh my gosh, you're totally talking my language because I go into some place even going to the dentist as a wheelchair, in a per- as a person in a wheelchair, they don't know how to handle me because I can't transfer from the chair to with... So I have to bring a nurse to come to go to the dentist. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many, like, stop gaps or barriers along the way sure. to people just at living their life <clears throat> that you don't think about when you have... Um, and, and now what I think is the coolest thing about this new generation... I guess, is that um, there is no body type that's right or wrong, and it's so positive regardless. And I see it, like, massively accelerating towards accommodation, which is what I've fought for my entire life, and I'm 52. I'm 51. Sorry, I just... (laughs) You keep doing that. (laughs) So um, when when Brittany told me she was thinking about starting... A sugaring business and she was going to really focus on this the same thing pretty much that I was doing was that raw you I, I don't want you to feel like you have to look a certain way to come in here I don't want you to feel you may have never been spoken to or looked in the eye directly before by a beauty professional and guess what I'm going to talk to you directly and she said exactly what I said and I said, well, if you don't do it very soon, you're leaving your own money in the universe up for grabs. Right. And she goes, but I, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Always scared. And I said, no. Nope. Still scared. Yep. I Still said, doing you, it. You better do it. I said, you better do it. So we started, she started writing her business plan. We, she accelerated this, this thing. And then I said, okay, I'm here when you, when you need me. And the next thing I know, here we are. You're a guest on the podcast, and you're a whole ass business. Um, I am. Yes, I'm all in. So yes. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's okay. exciting. It's terrifying, but we do it every day, and people get what they need. Apparently, so. And that's the thing. That's how you know you're doing it right, mm-hmm. because when you are actually talking to people, and that's the part that's crazy to me is that the demographic that's just been ignored. And the, and the gap is getting bigger as you see all these 23-year-olds now getting Botox. Right. And, and they're like, oh, I've seen this Instagram commercial. Let's, I get 800 units in my forehead, and you're 24. By the time you're 55, you're not going to have a forehead. No. You're going to be like a ponytail <laughs> with a little spaceship balanced up there. Like, what are you doing? So okay, I'm gonna stop. But they'll be fine. No, we all do our own thing. We all get what we need when we can find it. So that's what we've created. So tell us about sugaring. Tell me everything 
Why did you select sugaring as your modality? I selected sugaring based on my own struggles with my skin. So I'm of mixed race. I'm half black, half white. And no one ever knew what to do with any part of me, my body, my hair, any of it. So one side of my family would suggest one thing and something weird would happen and then vice versa. So I just, um, when I got into the beauty industry, wanted to figure out what was going on with me so that I could feel confident and live my life. And um, waxing is hot as heat. So when your body experiences heat, it, it hears it and feels it as though it's sun exposure. So when you have darker skin, um, your skin produces more melanin. So I tend to scar with a lot of things. So friction, waxing, um, repeated waxing, repeated shaving, and the skin of color produces darkening in the area. So a lot of discoloration, and I wanted to figure out how to fix that. So... I also have a lot of hair, and I didn't want to do either of those things, which led me to sugaring. Um, that is something they mention very, very briefly, yeah. as you'll recall, in school. I um, never heard about sugaring <clears throat> in beauty school. Never? Never. Oh, wow. It's like half a sentence in the book when they go over depilation and appellation. Yeah. So removal of hair below the skin or above the skin. I might not have been listening that, they just, during oh, that day. Sorry. <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> yes. Sorry. I was very interested in that part. Yes. So mm-hmm. I was like, what is sugaring? That's something sounds crazy and so you start to investigate it and it is something that again has become trendy uh but it is not new in the slightest uh there is a part in beauty school where they talk about um ancient practices or things you know milk baths where those came from and um sugaring is one of the original forms of hair removal beyond sharpened rock or um, like a seashell or something like that so in um, Persia, Egypt, uh, the Middle East is primarily where it was founded. Um, sugar, there's a couple different words for it. You have sukar, you have maum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of depends where you're at. Um, but it is a paste that's made out of lemon, sugar, and water. Sometimes citric acid will be introduced, and that will change the color of the sugar itself. Um, but you just... You just use it. So we apply it to the skin. There's a couple different methods that you use. Um, traditional is the hand method, which is the method that I do. It is the harder. It sounds real braggy, like I do the hard stuff. But uh, it, no, is, that's the, fine. it yeah. is the harder one to learn and to master. Um, you can use um, strips. There's a different form where it, it, it's kind of made to act like soft wax would. Mm-hmm. It's still cooler to the touch, um, so you don't have the heat aspect. But... It, it takes a while to learn how to how to do it. So, yeah, it's good. I, I lost my train of thought there. Real and quick. tell us about <clears throat> the um, when I first invited Brittany to be on the podcast. So you heard yourself mentioned on the podcast where I interviewed Caitlin. Oh yeah, yes, that was it was it was fun. <laughs> and Brittany was so cute because she had a total fangirl moment, and she like posted it on her story that she was in a podcast i just am thinking well i always all my friends listen to my podcast and they should be expected to hear about themselves any time of day so i don't even tell people when i mention them i didn't even tell her and then she's like my gosh you mentioned me on the podcast how cool blah 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 and then i realized wait a minute She's got a service coming up. I don't have a guest. This makes perfect sense. So we then had you. So when I first talked to you about coming on to the podcast, one of the things that I found the most interesting was your um, 
fascination with or your interest in how recipes are passed down and how sure. women um, or families use sugaring as a way to keep people together. Sure. Can you talk about that? Yes. Yeah, so um, traditionally, uh, the recipes were kind of kept by one person in the family and then passed down that way from one person to the next person in a communal sort of self-care situation so I really I really like that I like to um I like to connect with my clients uh you create this energy with your clients in your treatment room you're sharing energies and it's a safe space so we call it you know spa bed confessionals things happen in there but you create this safe space where people just talk they talk and they share and you're allowed to touch people and the funniest thing i don't like to be touched personally like outside of my treatment room i don't need well i I, I don't Mm -mm. so i don't do that but i do uh provide um, a service that is based on touch and so when people are are sharing those times together i like to imagine you know weddings uh, people preparing for weddings or family events and that's kind of what it is like people would just women in groups caring for each other has always been um special to me the sacred part of the preparation yes yes the mm-hmm. sacred part of preparing for for a marriage or a death or things like that and in a lot of cultures religions hair removal is it, it's a part of it um in ancient uh egypt right you were i mean they removed hair removal because they felt like um it made them cleaner so not everyone would have access to it or certain people would perform that service for other people um same along those lines so i just like the idea of preparing people for what they're going to step into when they leave and you can't even you can't ignore like how badass people feel after yeah. they've had a service they may mm-hmm. walk in feeling that they you know are just kind of down or they don't like it and it's not all me i mean i'm fun to hang out with I feel nerdy right now, but I'm fun to hang out with, you know, we talk about all kinds of things in there, but, but truly when they leave, they feel cared for and they just get feeling a certain type of way about themselves on the way out the door. So, Mm -hmm. um, that changes depending on obviously service area and whatnot, but it's, it's fun to see and I really enjoy that. So that's awesome. That is a lot and I love it. And Sydney, do you have any thoughts on that? I think this is so cool. I love everything that you both have said. Your story on how you met her, your story about your business, and you seem so knowledgeable in everything that has to do with sugaring, and it's really mm-hmm. cool. Obsessed, maybe? Very cool. Uh, yeah. Well, you- that's a good, it's a, it's a healthy <laughs> it's a one, obsession. I guess. Yes, sure. yeah. yes. Yeah. B-Man, what do you think? So, like, so sugaring is like, I, I mean, I'm looking at pictures of it right now, so it's like, yes. it's a lot like, wax but it's just cool correct like well it's cool as in it's it's awesome but it also <laughs> right, is yeah, yeah. Um, a cooler temperature a cooler temperature so okay. the paste itself is kept about body temperature so mm. my um sugar pot at any point i could take the sugar out and stick my hand right in it mm. um you can also use it cold and let it warm up to someone's body temperature before you begin molding it mm. so people who are really sensitive to heat or other um, products that may be in waxing mm. are less sensitized by it nice how did you pick the recipe that you use in uh, your business? And what differentiates it from other, like, 
you know what I'm saying? How like, did I choose mine? Um, yeah. I have tried so many. I, again... Am, so it's still I'm like a brand. Yes, yes. So I use two different brands in my shop. So I use Sweet and True, Sugaring Paste, and also Tamara's. Um, they're both women-run um, companies, which obviously is going to be something that I enjoy. One of them is um, Black Women Owned, also something that I appreciate. Um, but the, the paste itself generally uses three to four ingredients. It doesn't matter who you are. Three to four ingredients for everybody. Um, it changes based on your environment. My room, it can change from day to day. If the air conditioner is up, I'll need a different type of paste. So there's three three to four formulas. There's a soup. There's usually a soft, a medium, a firm, uh, or a hard, or one that's like a mix in the middle. But you do a lot of cocktailing during the day. So you pick a little bit of this one, a little bit of that, depending on the hair type that you're going after and your environment. So if you're in a really humid space, you're going to want to use a harder paste that's not going to melt down. I am a hot-blooded human. I get yeah, hot all the too. time. Mm-hmm. So I tend to use a harder paste to start because my hands are hot. So if I'm hot, I will melt it before it mm. even gets to the person. And that's a whole mess yeah. <laughs> in general. So um, we use... <clears throat> I, I like the um, I like the companies and I like what they represent. That's how I choose. I also yeah. have used many that are um, available statewide just to pick and choose what I like. Some yeah. things about color and packaging and yeah. um, longevity through a service. How much paste I have to drop while I'm using it, but got it. And you like and you do all the services of hair removal, like in terms of any hair, any hair. anywhere, <laughs> anybody. <laughs> yep. Nice. Have you ever? Would you ever get sugared, Brennan? I, I would probably try it. I Do I it. have some back hair that I would yeah. like to get rid of, probably <laughs> not probably, but I probably should. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, I've I've never tried it. I've you know, it's funny. I I've never tried it either. I once no. watched my friend. He's a very hairy man. Uh, we had a friend come over, and it was like a party, and he Uh-oh. just got. That's a red flag. (laughs) This is like when we were unlicensed red flag. This is uh, when this is like uh, probably fifteen plus years ago, and I watched him just get his entire chest hair removed and just blood and just awful. And I was just, and I think that kind of scared me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Um, yeah. That was not an adequate representation of what the industry can do for you. I probably should. I probably should have shared that story on 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 here. As long as they're still not practicing without a That's license, right. I think we're fine. Yeah. I think she was licensed. I think she just mm. she she was drunk at the time. We're just all we're yeah, drinking, you know. Like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably sure he's supposed to shave before he's supposed to pull the full full hair out. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how it works. Not Are necessarily. You, not necessarily? Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there is a little blood with hair removal, so you're yeah. not actively bleeding. But when you remove the hair from oh. the root, it pulls up that last little like sip of nutrients it's had. We call mm. it pinpoint bleeding, pinpoint and that's bleeding. not yeah. as scary. So okay, so <laughs> that's okay. If you see flesh, then you know, right, mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's a yeah, red flag. For right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that's so funny though. I also thought it was really super interesting. Uh, I love it when I was looking at the, the, just a Wikipedia, Wikipedia page, like saying that this like type of uh, hair removal has gone back to like 1900 BC. Yes, mm-hmm. like it's, it's really, really old. Really, really yep. old. Yep. Um, like threading and sugaring, I think, are the two most ancient mm-hmm. beauty routines, other than Cleopatra's milk baths and sure. like the discovery of. Um, 
acids in Mm. foods. Foods, But for actually like somebody doing a service on somebody else, I think sugaring and and threading are two of the most ancient. Um, A lot of cultures stayed with it, but as we progressed, you know, through the industrial era and all of that, when we wanted everything faster, easier, quicker, cheaper, cheaper, it which changed is so funny. From, it's so cheap. What? It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Love sugar water. Uh-huh. Uh, it changed from. Um, shaving shaving changed to disposable razors changed to waxing changed to which kind of waxing and what kind of materials are used to do that mm-hmm. and then strip sugar changed to you know hard wax because you don't need more materials to use that and vice versa um the like surge or the rebirthing of sugar even in the states is a little bit behind um mm. so it, it came you know europe and then dropped down into canada so everyone else always has an idea of what's going on and we're always kind of the last ones on that the, is real on board but um people are learning and growing and deciding they want better things in their bodies on their bodies and so sugaring does just that again mm. all here anywhere <laughs> well, tell us where you're located, Britt. Um, we are in the Tri-Cities, Washington. We are in the historic Uptown Center in Richland, so on G-Way. It's got a lot. Um, also, that area is up and coming again. They're doing a lot of revitalization there, so it's really fun and exciting to be there. And how can people reach you? Go ahead and give your your digits and your your. You're on social media. Oh, I am on social media. I forget sometimes. Um, Sugar.lashandskin is where we do our Instagram. We do have a Facebook with the same name. And then our um, phone number for texting or calling is 509-302-7377. Excellent. I think I'm going to bring Nina to you to Sugar. Love it. Because I can't. I, number one, I have no legs and I've never shaved my legs. <laughs> I wish I never so shaved So I don't know how to teach somebody to shave yeah. their legs. Okay? Sure. B, um, I, she is prone to keloid scarring and she does get post-inflammatory pretty, pretty badly. Okay. Her hair type is 4C, sure. which you know. And... I think sugaring would be an awesome option for her. I do too. She is getting ready in in Spokane. Sixth grade is still in um, elementary school, but next year she'll be in junior high. So this summer, I think we'll head down and you can um, sugar her. She, her hair doesn't grow too fast, but we'll see. Like, how often does somebody have to get sugared? Um, we like to get people into maintenance. So your first three appointments are generally spaced three to four weeks apart mm-hmm. so that we can capture hair growth in the antigen cycle, which is that baby growth phase. The sooner you can get it out of the follicle, the more damage it does, which leads to reduction in hair growth overall. Okay. Um, after those services and you're in maintenance, people go anywhere from four to six to ten weeks, depending on their personal growth. And... <clears throat> so I don't share too much about my kids and their personal issues, but Nina's got some special needs sure. and she has, if it's going to hurt, she's going to scream. So how much pain's involved? It's hair removal. Okay. So there's a tiny little snap, you know, a little yep. bit of burn and then it's over. Most people, I joke with them, they're not going to hate me. We'll be friends by the time they get to their car. We also play rock music so you can yell all you want. Yeah. In my okay. Shop. We're fine. Perfect. Okay. And she's, so, you know, she had, she had dreads for a long time. 
she had braids for a long time. Then she wanted it TWA, which is teeny weeny afro. She wanted that. Now it's bigger, and now she refuses really to take care of it. And so <laughs> she, I'm like, we need to get it. She's ready to get it braided again. Okay. So we're going to do that on June 11th. We found a, found a stylist here in Spokane who is um, looks like a badass. So I'm going to go meet with her and see if she'll... Um, She's black. All of her clients are black. Like, I already vetted her. She's going to be awesome. Right. I'm worried that she, I want her to know that, like, literally, please don't kick Nina out. Nina's got a very strong godmother named Sherelle, who I already told, if Nina screams and gets kicked out of the salon with her hair half done, be prepared because I'm bringing her to your house and dropping her on your porch, <laughs> and you're going fi- to finish it. She said, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh we call them we call them woo girls or woo guys um sometimes people make noises during hair removal it is what it is yes we have little squeezy toys for you to hold on to i've had people jam towels in their mouth to keep mm-hmm. it quiet it, it really it doesn't matter to us um if they're really Perfect. loud i usually schedule them at the beginning of my day or at the end of my day but okay if she's gonna be loud it's fine. She's a pretty tough cookie, but I, th- these are that's a new experience for her, and I sure. know that the braiding she screams. However, it's been a three years since she's had her hair braided, so maybe her maybe she's toughened up her head. So yeah, maybe. Any other thoughts, Sydney? You've been yeah. kind of quiet. What are you thinking? I know I've just been kind of listening to you guys talk because I think all this is super cool, and I really want to learn how to sugar now. Well, Girl, you can. Yeah. Yes, I also she does teach train. Mm-hmm. You yep. do? Mm-hmm. You teach? Yes, sugar. yes. <gasps> Ooh. Yes, we could make a day trip to Tri Cities. I could drop so you much off. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you that. charge for your sugaring classes? Yeah, I was just so I work with. Um, I call them sugar perfection classes. So I'm working with um, Love to Sugar. It's a brand neutral company um, that does the theory portion of it, and then you get studio time with me for hands on with models going through that. So I charge three fifty, and then the, their module is usually. <coughs> I think it's three ninety seven. So for the most part, you get four or five hours with me hanging out sugaring. So that's good. good. Cool. Yeah, that's we should think know. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love that. You'll love it. That sounds. I'd be good at I've, sugar. I've been always been interested in it. Um, I knew somebody in uh, aesthetic school that she used to get sugared all the time, and she would talk about how much she loved it. It's re- it's just so great. It's more of an event than waxing. Yeah. Um, if you've ever been waxed, I don't. Know, I always felt either a like I do not belong in this joint, or um, why do they want me out of here so quickly? <laughs> so sugar is more like of an event. Speed waxing, yeah. speed waxing is like yes. the thing. Yeah, yeah it I is. Mean, and if it's about efficiency, I feel fine with that. But if it's about like how many people can I get in here every day? That's all it is. That's what yes. they. That's what they're looking at speed waxing for. I yeah, don't, I don't enjoy it though. You don't feel that no. connection. Correct. I've, and I'm real stingy with my money. Like, who am I giving my money to? If I don't like you, I don't want to give you my money. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah, that's something for me. And as a business really owner, all money is not good money. No. No. So I've learned. No. <laughs> right, Brennan? Yep. That's true. Wait, wait, wait. There's a story there. Oh, there's a story there. Okay. I just, I, I just, I had a story. I, I have a, I have a new client that I'm working with and, uh, I'm trying to think of how I can say this without like, yes, uh, I, I have a mentor or business partner 
and he helps me through like some like if I should ha- take on certain clients and I ask him a question like hey I don't know if I really want to work with this person but boom that's your first flag right there bum done <laughs> mm-hmm. but I then I but you know I I'm making an exception because I can't really turn away people right now I know and uh, and but I just kind of said like should I charge more for someone that I you know mm-hmm. might not want to really work with and. That didn't turn him away. So, uh, I, yeah. and I, there, anyways, and so that was what I was thinking of. I was just like, I'll get to a point where I can probably turn away a, a lot you of people. You will. You and, definitely will. Yes. I know you will. Um, but, uh, I had that thought to see, I have that thought a lot. It's just like, that's the other good thing about being a business owner too, is you can just, like, if it was someone I really, really didn't want to work with, I would, I would probably just say no. Yeah. But, I uh, I think I can manage with, but this. so you did it the smart way though because you know if somebody's gonna if you're gonna take on a difficult personality that's gonna be a lot of draining energy to mm-hmm. you, you might still be able to produce quality work for them and have a professional relationship. Yeah, but you have to assess your time and value that appropriately. Yeah. So can you imagine if you would have set them on a discounted scale where right. you're hungry mm-hmm. and you're suddenly thirsty and you're scared that Spokecast isn't gonna make it, so you're bringing them in at at yeah, at a, yeah. Please don't raise my rate. Oh, me, I'm not raising your rate. No, 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 no. I'm <laughs> no, it's not even. It's not even that. Yeah, like it's, I already told Matt yesterday. I go. I said, Brennan. Brennan's get. He's he's gonna. Brennan is getting bigger. He, I can feel it. He's gonna do so. He's gonna, doing so well. So I know you're gonna be able to turn down clients very yes, very quickly. Yeah. Um, I actually just uh, speaking of bit, like fun business practices, I just decided this morning to move to a four-day work week that's Isn't beautiful that glorious? that's uh, glorious yes and because i was just looking at my calendar like i don't usually record on mondays like too mm-hmm. much it's usually sorry like, I didn't no you too. it's not a big deal at all this is my only thing i have to do today oh perfect uh, and then i'm gonna go home i'm gonna go run and do some other stuff but uh i was just thinking like i look at my calendar i'm like oh i don't have anything going on for the next like eight mondays and i was just like you know what i'm gonna test out this four-day work week and uh see what it's like it's so, the best yeah and once you start playing with the, that kind of freedom, and you already you you already know, and and I think it's amazing. But yeah, all money is not good money in business. And if I get, and I've reached a certain point in my career, how you're mentioning that, I've got a few clients that other people won't deal with because they're very difficult. Mm. I can really get along with anyone, and I don't take very much personally. So it takes a lot for me to feel um, really like drained by someone. Mm. But I have a I have a couple doozies, and uh, a couple I know, doozies. Like one name comes to mind. <laughs> and yep, she's she she pays. I could tell her the price was double, and she'd still pay it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's and I never take advantage of her or whatever. But I just strategically place her at the end of the day, um, and she anyway. So I I definitely understand but if i get any of those red flags at the very beginning now with people Mm -hmm. i won't take them Mm -mm. no thanks yeah yeah how was that sydney well what happens now is i take them and i give them to sydney (laughs) (laughs) right because she do the same because Mm -hmm. she's still accepting new clients yeah and then vanity doesn't have to say no Mm. Mm -hmm. right that's yeah, that's a good point. I'm very similar to her. It takes a lot to actually even offend me, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so somebody, you, are. you know, so it's just like kind of rolls off pretty easily. So I know who you're. I know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she's honestly, I she cracks me up. Sure. I think she's funny. She so. is funny. <laughs> I was gonna ask. So you mentioned you can 
you could go learn from Brittany about how to do sugaring and is like, so if you become an esthetician, like you can then start just learning other types of, mm-hmm. you get ter- yes. sort excuse me, certificates for other types of practices. Yes. So in Washington state, there is no continued education requirement. So mm. you know how most, and, and it's pretty crazy that there's not because we're one of only six professions in the United States that is allowed to touch somebody who's paying you. Mm. So the fact that Washington just says, here's your original license circa 1970. Have a great career. See you later. (laughs) We might answer the phone when you call. We might not. Usually. I mean, not usually. No. And then, but we may pop up three times in one year. You never know. Just buckle up. So anyway, um, there's no continued education requirements the way there are for other industries. Okay. So when somebody gets licensed and the industry changes so much and trends come along, right? Like 10 years ago, people would have never been trained in beauty school at sugaring. Right. They would have never even talked about sugaring. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, anybody, when they want to figure out what modality they want to specialize in or they look at, they'll start to watch somebody who's really popular and really focuses on something and yeah, you can go in and you don't have to be a licensed instructor in Washington state outside of a beauty school to train, Okay, which makes it also dangerous because anybody then can sell you any sort of garbage training. And that's why nobody in Washington state has really prior to the last couple of years started taking training very seriously because there were so many people out there that were just selling nonsense mm. and it wasn't necessary. So why take it? And now there are really good continuing education courses out there that people can truly go to the next level monetarily and we can teach you how to do that. And then it just sort of exploded. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So yes, I answered your question for you. Do you want to bounce off of anything I said? Um, sugaring actually was uh, for a long time very closed again, kind of going back to that um, kind of ancient practice of sharing it with one person to one person. Um, even in the practice here in the States, there wasn't a lot of people wanting to share what they learned. Mm. Um, I do not share that, and I want to share it with everyone. I want everyone to know it. I want everyone to do it. I want everyone to love it. Um, because it's so it's diverse. So good for yeah, and it's so good for people. That's the thing. And another, don't even get me started on on ethnic care in beauty school. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't no. even get me started on that. So, no. and now suddenly it's trendy. Um, hello. So, okay, that's a whole other thing. I need to get somebody. I, I, need I could really, really fire specific. off on that, too, because I went to hair school, too. So. Yeah, and yeah. we went to. We, we, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. so anyway, it's, they, they. Beauty schools are for profit, mm-hmm. and the curriculum and the and what professionals get taught vary from school to school. Mm. And um, it's a it's a it's a it's a con- it consumer beware out there. Mm. Yeah. In in and now anyway, <laughs> I have two. I have two certificates. Um, outside of my license one is from Vane the other one I'm not going to name and the difference between the two was uh, what's the word insane I mean mean, I got it from Vane obviously Lee's my boss or whatever but I mean it like it was a great class I learned everything I needed to learn easily the lashes course was 
brutal. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty brutal, and it was odd, and and um, just and she. I just think she was just some random lady that was just kind of doing it. Mm. And honestly, and you can do that legally. And they teach you, and trainers really focus on the skill and the technique. Yeah. And people also need to know how soon that technique is going to make them a profit. Mm. And they also need to know the back costs. And they also there's so much more to bring in a new skill in that is not even considered because people are just so whatever's in front of them. And sure. um, <clears throat> so I think that we are really evolving as an industry. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And we are lucky in Washington that it is kind of like the wild, wild west, even though I'm kind of making, poking fun at it because we do have a lot of legal room to grow and expand should we choose to do so. Mm. And we have a lot of legal room to do a lot of damage should we choose to do so. So it, my whole goal in creating Vane was something to really truly protect the consumer mm. and make sure that the, the clients got elevated experiences, um, that the professionals that I trained were well-educated. And so, yeah. How can you, like, when you go out and you are looking for, uh, you know, someone in, like, hair removal or in, you know, lashes or in, you know, these other types of, uh, is it modulation, so you call it? Modalities. Sorry, modalities. Like, how can you make sure that they are experienced? Is it just, like, Google reviews? Like, how do you, like, make sure you're going to someone that is, like, you're getting your money's worth? A referral from somebody that you know has taken the class is usually the best because there's a lot of liars out there on the Internet, too, that will post other people's work. Mm -hmm. So my work has been stolen so many times, and... One of my facials was being used at some Atlanta facial. Oh, wow. At some Atlanta spa. And she called it one thing, and my client found herself on some photo oh. in, like, Atlanta. And oh, the, no. the chick had, like, 1.2 million followers. Oh, no. And oh, it was gosh. my photo, mm. my client. And so my client said, you didn't do this facial. My, my esthetician, and so she tagged me, yada, yada. And so then I put it out on Esthetician Connection. that, And so then other people were going out. And so you can, they, you steal. I mean, people, it's very, very, very scary. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, truly tend to keep it small. I would, I would never really fly somewhere to have a training um, at this point in my career because I just think that's all kind of, for show, unless it's for something really that was specialized sure. that I wanted that wasn't offered here. <clears throat> um, and I have, there's another um, industry professional that's just moved to Spokane who is one of my good friends named Richard Merrill. And he um, and I, I feel are, um, and with Brittany and other professionals, are, are going to make a big impact on this side of the state, which mm. is cool. Thanks. As a as a client, I would say when I'm looking for services, I I'm nosy, so mm. I'm checking out their social media, but I'm also checking out their shop. Like I am not above just sneaking into some place and sitting there and looking around, um, watching how they interact with clients, asking questions, how do they interact with me, not knowing me, not knowing what I'm doing. 
Um, but having educated conversations with providers, asking questions specific to your skin type, to your um, <clears throat> your experiences, your fears, having those conversations will help you kind of weed out people that don't really know what's going on. Mm. So there's a difference. If, if something happens in my treatment room, like I could fix it four different ways. If mm. I get stuck, there's four different ways I can do it. If someone tells you, you know, just flat out, if they get stuck with sugar, they just wipe it off. I would start questioning. I mean, in the end, you can just wipe it off with warm water, but there's other things that you could be doing, should be doing before that happens. Mm. So I also have a giant wall in my treatment room of all the <coughs> certifications um, along with my licenses. It's my, I mean, it's one of the things I'm most proud of, the, the education and the time that I put into the services that I provide to people. So having good conversations, I think. Yes, and <clears throat> piggybacking off that, if you ever ask a provider a question and they feel offended or they're defensive, that's a huge red flag. Mm. Sure. Because I get a so fibroblast is probably my biggest service right now. Is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Did you hear something weird? I did a little bit, but it's gone. Yeah, <clears throat> nobody's screaming in the hallway. No, I don't think so. Um, so fibroblast is my biggest service, and there's a professional. Um, somewhere close to here in the neighboring state. And I get a lot of her clients that call me um, after having talked to her and they'll book with me because they of the way her question questions are answered. And you can ask me a million questions and I'm going to tell you and I'm going to be honest and direct and I'm not going to, um, over, I'm an under-promiser and an over-deliverer and I'd rather give you a bid for two treatments then tell you I can do a miracle in one and <clears throat> so I feel like that is the way you answer questions and I just don't get defensive over my skills yeah you know yeah and you never get defensive like even about look look at all the stuff you know about podcasting right yeah like it's just when somebody were to ask you about you would just be able to answer mm. That's true. But I'm an unlicensed uh, podcasting producer. Well, you're pretty... You're, you're <laughs> pretty... You're pretty you're, no, you're licensed. You, the state knows exactly where you are. <laughs> That's true. I do That's have, right. You do have a license. I do have my business license. You're yeah. right. <laughs> I, am, I, am, I, do, I am licensed. That's right. Correction. <laughs> so on that note... I don't know if I should move into this kind of creepy story or if we should just get right into it. Just Yeah, let's just get in. Do you have any ghost stories, Brittany? No, what, and I really did show up and try that bathroom again hoping to find one, but I <coughs> didn't feel anything. No. I never have in there no, It's such a beautiful bathroom. It I'm is. Like, the lighting on, is so guys. good. I've only been able to squeeze in there once on a Saturday, and then I didn't know if I was going to be able to get out because of the way that, and then I was like, oh, yeah, there's plenty of room for me to turn sure. around. Um, okay, so I had... Gosh, I don't even know if I can, um, this is really, (sighs) so on Saturday, (sighs) this is like such a come, let, it's such a come down after we have all this great talk about sugaring and then all of a sudden, boom, here we go. Dun, dun, dun. This is a really serious, like, experience? It is. It's a serious experience. It's so wild. So it really threw me for a loop and I don't really get like weird shit happens to me all the time and I don't really get (laughs) thrown in disarray. But I, so I've been sick. Okay. Right. 
And I have kind of felt this, and I always use analogies to get people to understand, but I kind of feel like I've just been whittling away at myself more and more and more and more and more. And so I I got really sick last week, was in bed. On Saturday, I finally got up. My husband said, let's go to the nursery and we're going to plant some plants to get our balcony ready because we love to sit out there and people watch and, you know, I drink gin yeah. and <laughs> hang out. It's a beautiful bug. It's awesome. So, <laughs> and I don't invite people over. Like that's, <laughs> me and my I'm house. like, I'm so horrible. I'm like the worst. Nobody come <laughs> over. Okay. I'm going to show you this. Don't come by. Yeah. That's I, I don't like guests. Okay. I touch people all day. So I, yeah. Um, that sounds so unfriendly, but okay. Um, so he said, I found this nursery I want to go to in the Perry district and it's on Perry street. Mm. Oh yeah. And I can't remember what it's called. Like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Can uh, you? Yeah. Yeah. Like Liberty house. Uh, Liberty floral. Yes. Okay. So we, I got up and I had, was the, one of the first days that I didn't have a fever of 103.2 and felt like, okay, I'm going to go. And I've lost weight, haven't been able to really eat very much. Some kind of shaky. I know I need protein. I need food. Um, but I'm like, I'm going to go and we're going to get in. It's going to be really good for us. So we go in. Well, we first start to park. And as I'm parking, we pass this really big, gigantic, abandoned church that is like has a huge steeple on yeah. it. That church is like, yeah, crazy. Yeah. And as soon as we pass it, I tell Matt something fucking weird is going to happen at this nursery. And he said, "Can't we just go buy plants like a normal couple?" <laughs> I said, no, no, apparently we can't. Like, I am, I'm not well. I'm not, so, so I start having all this anxiety as soon as we pass that church thing. Because I knew. I could feel it. Something was happening. And we pull around, and I'm trying, and I pull into that cash and where that um, Chaz Health Center is, and that, that I, I, across the street, there's a... Um, mini mart and a gas tank a gas station and there's a handicap spot there and matt said pull into that handicap spot and then we'll just roll our plants over and i roll in there and i'm like no nope not doing it this is creepy i'm not doing it and he said well you just have been in the crystal palace for too many days in a row because he's like you're just not assimilated to public like just park please (laughs) let's just get out of the car He's so nice to me. I go, okay, I'm going to park on the street. So I pull back around. I see a bunch of cars, and he says, Lee, you're acting like your energy is wild. It's freaking me out. What's wrong? I said, I don't know. Something weird is going to happen. We park along the side of the road. We get the, he gets my chair out. We go in, get the little things, and I, we get some plants. And I can feel my energy vein open that's the best i can describe and i can feel it open and i told matt i said okay i need you to listen to me right now matt wick (laughs) (laughs) and he said what and i said i whenever i'm super tired or super sick it's when the weirdest stuff happens 
and I can feel I am like really not able to stay grounded right now. And there's something that's coming here for me. He said, okay, what, what do you need me to do? And I said, just hold on to me. Like you need to be the, um, cause Matt's such a plea, a wife pleaser. Like he's so sweet. He's like, well, you're the decorator. Just pick, tell me what you want. I'll plan it. You know? And I'm like, I'm in no capacity to make decisions, dude. Okay. So <clears throat> we're, we're rolling. And I tell him as soon as we go in, I said, I need you to be the, the, the main, you have to guard me. He said, okay. And I said, and he goes, well, I want you to pick out some plants. I said, I will. And I'm looking for one specific plant that's the Virgin Mary. He said, why can't we just get normal plants? <laughs> like, that's really what he said. Oh, and I just started, I said, I, I just, I'll know it when I see it. I'll know the plant when I see it. He's like, okay. So we're going and trying to pretend, la, 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 just a normal couple. And first lady comes up to me. Random people start talking to me, like, randomly. I mean, not, not, not rudely, nothing, but a, and a, cra- a crazy amount of people start. Like, I'm obviously, my energy is sucking them in. Like, come talk to me, just whoever you are. Who, you know, come talk to me. <clears throat> so third person comes over and talks to me, and she's talking about how I need to go to Priest River and get go to this nursery there because they have um, old iron church gates. Now, she doesn't know anything about me, nothing. And I said, oh, gosh, I should go out there. And she's like, oh, yeah, I just have a feeling that you would really love those. So Matt's putting a tomato plant in our, in our cart, like, can we go? Like this, and so he goes, think think doesn't want to go over here babe so we start rolling and i see this purple flower and it's kind of like a vine flower and i said okay i need her there she is there's there's virgin mary matt said okay this one like <laughs> is this a specific one <clears throat> yep that's it i he puts the plant in the cart as soon as he puts the plant in the cart my energy my anxiety intensifies by a million, and I want to leave the cart and go to the car. I'm not leaving the cart. We have to pay for the. We have to pay for the <laughs> plants. So I'm gonna put. You, we're gonna roll up this ramp, and I'm gonna put you. We're gonna just you sit by the plants, and I'm gonna go because I wanted a big one that we hang too. Yeah. And he goes, I'm gonna go grab the one that we hang. Do you care what it looks like? And I said, No, I don't care. And he's like, Okay. And as I'm standing there at the front, so now this is like we've gone all the way. This is a huge nursery. So have you been there, Brennan? Uh, a couple times. I, I, but I have some history for you at the end of this. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so because I did not look anything up because I was so weirded out. And then I went to the front register, and there was this, I would not say elderly because she was not elderly. She was probably 65, so she was older, but not elderly. Mm-hmm. Very stylish, um, 65-year-old lady, gray hair, um, not homeless, very stylish, like I said. Obviously has disposable income to go to a, pot, to a nursery to buy plants. 
she's looking at me and she's wringing her hands together really, really crazily. Not like she's crazy, but like she's uncomfortable and wringing her hands together. And I smile at her and she smiles at me and she starts crying. Now she's about, I would say, six feet from me. So it's not like I'm going to, and there's people going in between us because I'm, Matt kind of parked me and my craziness inconspicuously with the plants away from the public. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And this, and so the, the public can walk down the ramp. She was kind of along the edge near the ramp and she was with, I don't know if it was her husband or if it was with who, who he was, but he was getting some plants and he was obviously putting them in the cart to pay. And, I looked at Matt. He brought this big, beautiful hanging plant over, and he was putting it in to our cart, and suddenly she's right there next to me. Ooh. Oh, my God. And she, puts, <laughs> and she puts her hand on my back, and she looks at me, and she says, why are you in a wheelchair? In this really, really, really almost childlike voice. Not high... How are you? Nothing. Why are you in a wheelchair? And I said, and I, okay. So as soon as she said it in my head, I'm thinking, hi, how are you? But I, I'm sick and I'm like, okay. And I would never be unkind. And I said, I was born with a genetic birth defect. And I said, and then I don't know why I said this, but keep in mind, my Virgin Mary plant was like literally right next to me. And I said, but God has blessed me in my life, and I don't have any complaints. And she started quietly. She was not making a scene. She was not making a scene. She was not a crazy lady. And she started crying, and she said, I was going to kill myself today, but because I saw you, and all of your struggles and saw how happy you were and how kind you are, I decided I'm not going to do that today. Whoa. So I said, I took a moment and I realized, okay, that's why I was there. Like literally that's why I was there. And I said, can I hug you? And she said, I would love that. And I hugged her, and I literally, she sobbed on me for about mm, 15 seconds, and she whispered in my ear, she said, I have so many problems that I don't think every day I can go on, but because I've seen you and talked to you, I feel like I've been healed. Now, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a priest and count, you know what I mean? But I know that I was brought there that day. And so I said to her, I am glad that you chose differently. And you deserve blessings in your life. And I'm glad that I got to meet you. At this point, her husband is now noticing. My husband has already done noticed 50,000 times in the <laughs> oh, yeah, whole thing. Oh. He's like, what are we doing now? Okay. And... He didn't hear her say the, the second part. He heard her say, 
because she had such a quiet, childlike voice. She wasn't trying to make a scene. And after I hugged her and she said, I, I, I'm, I said, I'm so glad you, you're, you chose differently today. I'm so glad you chose differently today. And I said, I'll pray for you. And she said, thank you, thank you. And she just kept crying. And then her husband, the door was right there. And then her husband kind of just ushered her out. And then they left. And then my husband ushered me out. And we took my, our plants out to the car. And then I, like, he said, did she say what I think she said? And I said, yes. And he said, that's why you were so weirded out. You could feel you knew that was going to happen. And I said, well, I didn't know, no, but yeah. I knew, knew. And then he said, I don't, I don't know, babe. And I said, well, I, I was, we've been married 20, it was our 23-year anniversary. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm so sorry. I go, why? I don't know why that happens. Like, I'm, so that was my, that was my story. Wow. That's an intense story. That is intense. My, my history of the, of Liberty Park does not really go with that but, story. But please, but, t- but well, <laughs> A, what are your thoughts? Isn't that insane? What are your thoughts? My first thought is Matt's a trooper. Isn't he? I, yeah. Oh my goodness, Matt. Nothing surprises the dude anymore. No, but you can, he's just like, can we please just get plants? <laughs> <laughs> normal mm-hmm. um that's crazy like um i guess i mean you telling the story your first thought is is she's a, maybe a, a little bit she obviously has some issues well uh, yeah but i'm thinking you because you kept saying she wasn't a homeless person or anything no you know? that's what like what my mind goes to so like i don't know i imagined so like my mom's friend just go into the nursery yeah. to get her to get her stuff going and pretend like she's having a normal day. You and said then like suddenly, a stylish woman. I thought my grandma. My grandma's yeah. a super. She's older than sixty five, yeah. but she's still even at sixty five. Super like, stylish. That's just what I pictured in my. She head. got up and did her hair. She got up and did her makeup. Yeah. She, I just couldn't believe it. I could not. And then after we went out into the car, I like said. A rosary, and I thanked God, and I I know this is not I I know I have such a provocative relationship with the church, but like I know that that's why I was there, and I it it freaked me out so bad I like didn't even talk about it for the rest of the day. Like, what do you think? Um, I think that's heavy, isn't that? Yeah, it's heavy. Um, but I, I think that I. I mean, I don't have the same type of experiences, but I think that people are always put where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there. So, yes, I I would agree. I wish you, I wish she would have like gave you her number or something. Mm -mm. You know, no, No, I wasn't. I've been really much better about keeping my own self, yeah, grounded because I used to pick up. I just want to know if she's okay. I think she is. That's the weird part. As I felt real, as soon as we were done, my, as soon as that lady left, my anxiety was gone. Really? And I suddenly was like, oh shoot, we forgot herbs. We better go back in and get some herbs. I need the basil. Like suddenly I could think about Mm. why I was there. It was, and then we went back in and got herbs. And I mean, it was the craziest, and I do think that she's okay. Huh. Okay. That's I mean, crazy. for now, I don't know what. Well, yeah, but I can't. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. Wow, crazy! I almost called you, but I was having a coughing fit, and I thought um, 
I wouldn't even know how to process that. No, oh, I didn't really wow. know how to process it. That was the most intense thing. What did you find out, Brandon, about the location? Well, first of all, I, I called the name of the place wrong. It's Liberty Park Florist. Um, they've been in business since 1928. Dominic Alice, an Italian immigrant, opened a business at the same location where it stands today. Um, and it's, the family's been running it for like three generations since then. So cool. Um, and my, uh, my, my wife's friend works there. She's like the, the manager there and, uh, Colleen. And, um, and so it's just been, and it's been in Abby's family for a really long time. Uh, we get, uh, Bonnie, uh, her mom, like a gift card there every mother's yes. day. And she goes there and picks out her flowers and it's, it's yeah, beautiful. It's, it's just a staple of the, of the paradise. Yes. And I think it, I mean, it, I, I don't know if it's the oldest florist in Spokane, but it it definitely is one of the is one of the oldest. I will say the there's two churches on that street, and there's one. I don't know if it's the one you were talking about, but there is one on that street that has been in disrepair for this forever, and someone is actually going to revitalize that 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 spot. I don't know if they're actually if they're going to raise the church or if they're going to like redo it, but like. Uh, but that that whole area just has so much history. It does. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful nursery. I was really blown away. We we definitely will go back every year. They mm. had, they had, everybody was really nice, and but that was my first experience there. Yeah, wow, that's intense. That is crazy. You guys are welcome for that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to people in public. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I try not to. Yeah, Neither does my husband. Yeah, mine talks to everybody, and I just hide. I'm like, yeah. Was she? Was she the one who told you to go to Priest River too? No. Oh, okay. This was another one, um, but it was just like three people before the lady just came up and was were talk was talking to me. Gotcha. That's crazy. Which was weird. I don't even make eye contact with you know. <laughs> so just in case. And you so, know? And that's <laughs> when I and that's when I told my husband, dude, like literally I'm not like I'm sucking him in like yeah. a vacuum. Yeah. And then he said, Okay, well I, and then I said, There she is. There's the Virgin Mary. And that's the weird part too, because mm. it's not yeah, like Yeah. What? I don't have any idea what that means. The first woman who talked to you reminded me of my mother-in-law because, like, she would she probably knows who you are from like the scene stuff that I post on oh gosh on, on Instagram or you may ta- tag me or she follows yeah. you and she would probably walk up to you and say something to you like that and uh, being very familiar without even like introducing Int- yourself yeah. like, and I was really nice I'm always yeah. really nice and um, yeah but it sounds like, like that sounds like something my mother-in-law would do <laughs> like That's so funny. Um, well, it was definitely the craziest, uh, up to this point in my life, the craziest experience with a real person that I've had. Wow. That is so, crazy. And I'll let that, let that. What if that, that kept be. on happening to you? Happening to you? Huh? What if that kept on happening to you? Like had this like, this thing opened and like you, people just feel the need to. What if you can't turn it off? Yeah. Oh no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'll probably dress. I'll start dressing scarier. That's a real. Empath, yeah. That's a real empath like thing to like to for yeah. people for someone to come up to you and tell you that because they saw you and to like feel comfortable enough to like like obviously you there was they the 
there's they got a vibe, caught a vibe, yeah, or they I don't know, you know, like I don't this whole no, I totally spiritual get spiritual thing that you yes. that you experience some stuff that I never experienced. So like I, um, I would probably wear a I would probably wear a witch's cloak, yeah, um, yeah. and have, have my head all the way down and put a raven. I mean, I would dress just scarier and scarier to try yeah. and Make to try so. and to try and I, you know, you and I try to, to run from I try to run from my because i feel like it is my duty and i feel like i was brought there and mm. so that day yeah and so if i would have left i'm not sure what would have been my mm. reparation yeah, on the other right. side oh yeah right <clears throat> yeah because Goodness, i didn't even think about that because i tried to bail like five times yeah because yeah. i tried to not even park the car right <laughs> so i don't know what my i don't know what my my Matt stuck you in those bushes for a reason. Yeah. And he, <laughs> and then, he, and for him to say, that's why we were here today. Yeah. That's crazy. And cause he recognizes it too. Yeah. That, and he just, he, and there was this movie. Oh, I don't know. He's, he just says, I don't know. He goes, we just need a freaking reality show. I just, yeah. that's how we just need a reality show. I think but, so too. Yeah. That'd be so funny. I'd watch it. Yeah, I know. Too. Gosh, <laughs> I would match it, watch it just for Matt to say, "Can we just get plants?" <laughs> He'd be like the most <laughs> difficult. <laughs> the producers would always be talking him out of the car. You're gonna need to get out of the car, okay? He's like, "I'm not dealing with her." Well, on that note, guys, I hope that wasn't depressing because I do hope that um, she is doing well and. With May being Mental Health Awareness Month, I felt like this was something that I really should definitely talk about without being cliche. That is a real experience that happened. And we can truly change people's lives just by being kind for Mm -hmm. one second. Yes. Mm. One second. Be nice to strangers. Yes. Like I'm literally just a little tiny dark skeleton energy blob okay and that's how i felt that day going to that nursery and yet because i was kind she saw god and that is the love that we i mean my gosh there's so much unbridled hatred and energy and and ugliness and and we can truly just save change one person's mindset and their course of action for the day. And you really, if she wouldn't have told me that, I would have had no idea, but she was so obviously, Mm. like she wanted me to know. Yeah. And I'm not sure why. So that was my, that was my, my ending is that, man, that was a good reality check for me to always be kind because you just never know when. And I do get tired of being stared at and I do get tired of being called a freaking inspiration and I do get tired of being told all these things that's i'm not i'm not i don't want to be an inspiration i just want to be a mess like i'm a mess and but man when and people we all watch each other all the time good bad ugly indifferent and we can be nice and kind and we can truly protect somebody from taking a step that would drastically change the course of so many people's lives so on that note we'll end it you want to say anything? Bye. Say bye, Brennan. Oh, bye. I, 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 
think we're <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sydney, bye. <laughs> Britt, um, bye. <laughs> Everybody, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need to work on that. That's right. <laughs>